What's goody, everybody? You're now tuned in to your podcast with your girl, Nee Baby. And today we have a special guest, Miss Tatiana Jackson. Can you hear me clearly now, love? I hear you. All right, good. A lot better. So today's topic, uh, we're going to go off into what mental health looks like on women, um, Black women and women of all races, to be specific. Um, I was on my Instagram live stream this morning, and Tatiana had joined us on live. And we were kind of just, you know, going through the motions on this card game called Love Language. And she was hitting some kind of some heavy hitters on the game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not a lot of people that I come across are as, as, as open as I am, so to say. And she was very much so open. So, Miss Tatiana, tell us about yourself, where you come from. Give us a little back brief on you. Um, I'm from Georgia. I'm from the most weirdest back city ever. You wouldn't want to be here because, like, I wouldn't even wish an enemy, like, this city on the enemy. I'm said, a mother of three. You're in Georgia? What part? I'm in Moultrie. Moultrie. Okay. We know not to go to Moultrie, right? No, don't come here because somehow we still have nooses on trees and people come up missing and they claim it as a suicide. Wow. So, yeah, this isn't a city to come to. Wow, that's 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 now that's a conversation to have. Okay, what else about you, Miss Tatiana, that we need to know? Um, I have been on my spiritual journey almost 14 years. I started when I was 17. I've actually found out that it's in my bloodline. I have so many people on my dad's side that's spiritual, but I don't talk to them. My mom is somewhat a medium, but she doesn't really basically in, interact with it. So I'm a very, I'm very introverted. I'm a Leo. I like to be by myself. I'm, I don't like going out. I'm more of a homebody. There ain't nothing wrong with being a homebody. I am, although I'm a comedian and people look at me as a social butterfly, I do like to be in my own home, in my own area, in my own aura you know i mean i think it's safer to be at home nine days so when you speak on the town that and so were you did you grow up were you born and raised there in moultrie is that what you said moultrie georgia yeah i was born in semi-raised here because we moved to jacksonville north carolina and this city here i swear like it's so backwards we don't have a mall mm -hmm. we have a taxi cab service with two cars mm. And we finally got someone that had that been, like driving around for like Uber and Lyft, and she's forever booked. Wow! So it's one of them towns that you will only see on TV, like off Lovecraft Country or some shit. Mm -mm. So uh, were you one of the ones that said that uh, you never seen P Valley, the TV series? Yes, I never seen it. I hear people talk about it, and I never really seen it. And like, I'm I'm supposed to be watching it with my um my brother's girlfriend tonight. So she uh -huh. she's like I'm she's gonna pop my cherry to watch Sea Valley. I was like I've never seen it. So I mean, like, I'm I mean, as open different. as open as you are, I want to definitely say you know going from the first season onto the second season, you kind of you kind of gonna be like, all right, where are we going with this? But definitely, 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 for everything that you was dropping in the comments on my Instagram live, you know what I'm saying, second season is definitely be more so for you, but it it, it didn't really remind me of Keyshawn, but Keyshawn's story, I ain't going to be no spoiler alert for your virginity to P-Valley, you know what I'm saying, we like to keep that sacred, because Uncle Clipper going to set you on your toes, but 
the Keyshawn segment and the storyline was about mental health, child abuse, and and rape. So, what do you have to say about that as as a woman? I feel like not because everybody always not pay attention to the women going through it. It's also the men that go through it as well because I remember there were times where with my like I said on on your live, my dad said mine is sick. He used to bathe me and my little brother in the same bathtub and he would do things to my brother. And it's like it's not just the women that go through it. And it's like, you know, I hear people say, Oh, it's just women know you gotta think about the men. Cause they they suffer more because they're afraid to talk about it because they may come off as being gay or not straight enough because it's hard for my little brother to talk about it because he tried to talk about it with see a therapist they're like oh you gay you homosexual and i'm like no you're not right right i mean like, you know what it's funny that you that it's funny that you say um not to cut you off but it's funny that you say that you know men go goes through this as well and you know for a lot of women you know what i'm saying we don't we don't really put that in the forefront because a lot of men like you said they are afraid of speaking out but do you feel like going above and beyond a therapist would be stretching it for men i at times i do because when when you're going to like to me personally i i didn't believe in therapy because like my, my little brother he said it wasn't really helping him and i was like the best thing to do which when I, I, how I came across spirituality, I was, I was a runaway. So I met a woman that actually helped me out through spirituality to like basically heal from what I was going through. And I still have a tremendous. I was like, I know we grew up in a Christian home and he grew up in like Ashkenazi Jewish family because we're both Ashkenazi. And he was like, I told him what to do. And I gave him like examples of things that could help him based around like spirituality, but not digging into it. And he was like, he liked that better. And I was like, instead of, because like there's shadow work and you got shadow work on prompt. Because there's the mm. questions that you can answer instead of dabbling into the actual shadow work. So I gave him those and he'd been working on it. He was like, that helped him a lot better than therapy itself. Because a lot of people are down south and... Like, uh huh, okay, I understand, I know how you feel. And when you talk, that's the only thing they say is, uh huh, okay, I know how you feel, I understand. So it's like, it was really, it was overrated for him. He was like, I can't, it was just too much. I don't want to deal with it. And I had literally stopped him from trying to hurt himself. So I gave him, maybe this is what I need to be doing, like helping other people. Because I know I got my own trauma, but. I push it aside to decide to help other people. They have anything going on with themselves. But not only that, you you push it aside to help somebody, especially your brother as a sibling that was going through what you went through with you. Y'all experienced the same traumatic, you know what I'm saying, problems. You know what I'm saying as children. So it's just like you know what I'm saying. You knew to like, all right, as a sister, I'm a, if I got this one up, I'm gonna use this one up for myself. But I'm also use this one up for my for my brother as well. And you know, I definitely agree when it comes to spirituality because I've been tapped into mine since 2018. Um, I seek mine a little bit later in life, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm 32 years old. So it's just like, you know, the more you tap into your beliefs in, in your inner goddess and in your inner God self, 
you get to understand, understand, and understand. And that's all what I'm team about, understanding, 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 because a lot of people don't break those three qualities down unless you're somebody who's activating your pineal gland and you knowing that it's your third eye. You know, you knowing about numerology and astrology and you knowing about, you know, your birth natal chart and you knowing about, you know, how to cleanse and how not to cleanse and what to do and what not to do. But, you know, I feel like if men embody their spirituality a little bit more they can see how powerful that they are truly and could genuinely heal from any traumatic experience by like you said first thing is first is self-taught shadow work you know what i'm saying that's the first thing you go through and a lot of people in the spirituality don't understand that shadow work is never done you know what I'm saying? You can go many years and many years and many years doing shadow work. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to constantly, constantly, constantly interact with different things that cause you to have to reflect on yourself, you know, mirror yourself and channel in that self. So so that's that's deep. You know what I'm saying? So when you speak of spirituality, what makes you what made you seek that for yourself? I was when I first when like, like I said, I, I was a runaway. Mm -hmm. I used to run away a lot because I went through so much trauma versus like my own family, my dad's side, sister using me as a sex toy, and then my uncle's ex-wife getting revenge on my dad, selling me on backstage at the age of 14. So I was a runaway, and all I did was kept, I kept running away and kept running away and kept running away. And then I met a woman, she was Irish, and I didn't know nothing about she was like she she practiced Irish spirituality. She explained everything to me and I felt comfortable. Now, before that, I used to, like, explore all religions. I explored Muslim, Buddhism, all the Jehovah's Witness, Christian. I, I, I explored it, but I was never comfortable because I questioned so much stuff. As a kid, I got kicked out of church because I questioned the Bible. <laughs> so I wasn't comfortable with it. And then when I met her and she introduced it to me, I was like, this is me. I feel at ease. I feel at peace. I'm like, I'm 17 years old. I'm sitting here learning about spirituality and then I come back home with a deck of cards and I'm reading cards to people from that age and so forth. And they're like, okay, why you want you know do something with it? So it's like now versus the fact that, you know, with the spirituality, I write to express myself or let go any type of hurt. Mm. I I sent you my book. I have. I think I. I sent you my book that I wrote. You said you sent me your book. I have it. I'm gonna have to pull that. Yeah. I got so many books. I have to go back. I know Jordan sent me a couple books. I know about Jordan, um, Jessica D. Washington. But I'm gonna have to Tatiana Jackson. You had was it a poem book? No, it was a um the diary of a freaky girl. Yeah, I still have that book. No, my sister got that book. No, 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 no. I don't got that book. My sister has that book. So I that's why I'm like, well, yeah, no, my sister has that book. That that was more that's more her lead when it comes to, you know, stuff like that. But I have to definitely have her send you a review on that because I know she done read it. Yeah, I was because like I write and some of the stuff I'm I do write different things, but I'm versus the the books, the poems. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when I do like cleansing stuff, because my I have three daughters, and it's it's, it's weird because I also am a lesbian, and my family don't like that; they they hate that because I didn't actually have you know sexual intercourse and have kids. But my right. kids, I I helped, especially my youngest two. 
I teach them about themselves, you know, they say because they're three, four and five, they're like, they don't understand things that they do. So we watch stuff on YouTube about they can understand themselves. My oldest daughter, she's 15. She knows about her mind as well. So I help them understand about themselves, but I'm not forcing them in it. I'm just letting them know, you know. Yeah, most definitely. You got you got to always teach your children, you know, it's the ways it's the ways of, you know, raising them, you know what I'm saying? Because you can definitely get on social media and find a, a, a common kid that's the same age as your kid, but don't think the same and don't have the same, you know, beliefs or don't have the same uh uh as I said, wanting to be something when they grow up, you know, I had did a TikTok a stitch on the young man. It was an eight year old young white boy who said he wanted to be a murderer and a killer as a profession. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Not only is killing not a profession, unless you are a part of like what the army, the military, the CIA, stuff like that, police department, whatever the case that may, that may be that you can probably get away for they murder. And I'm going to say that allegedly, but you know, uh, it, it just awed me that an eight year old, boy would say that and so you know I did have my nieces give me what they thought you know or what they wanted to be when they got older but I also asked the young boys that hang with my nieces and they are you know young white boys and you know they didn't want to be nothing that he said he wanted to be and then I said you know it's all in how you raising your children because he got that from home you know what I'm saying like he didn't get that from any other space and time, you know what I'm saying? If he's allowed to watch certain things, if he's allowed to be a part of certain things, if he's hearing certain things, he's mirroring, he's reflecting, and he's repeating what he sees around him and what is okay that's around him. So therefore, that's in his brain to say, hey, when I get older, I want to be a mass murderer for a living. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's, that's a great thing as a mother to, you know, do things with your children so that way they are able to confidently tell somebody who they are you know i'm a black woman i'm gonna you know what i'm saying like or oh, i'm this exactly. I'm that, I'm this, I'm that. you know what i'm saying to put it out there you know what i'm saying like to people you know i think some women are afraid to really speak their truth on who they are and you know where they come from and what they're about yeah because see at first at first i didn't really want to like teach them that especially mm -hmm. my youngest two but then like my middle daughter she would consistently tell me she would such she'll say she like a hundred years ago I was working at this place and my brother, she was like, that was my other life. I was like, okay, so I know I got to you know, help you out and put you in straight so you can understand who you are. And then like my baby girl, she'll, she'll always say she's a witch. She'd say things like, um, are you going to come see me? I'll see you tomorrow. It's going to rain. She'll say stuff that based around spirituality. And then my oldest daughter, she has like, she can feel people's emotions. And stuff. So I was like, I'm just going to help y'all out. But if you choose to do it, I stick by your side, whatever you whatever you choose to do. And then it's like knowing that they tell me these things about them and my middle daughter, she stays saying about a hundred years ago or this life and that life. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna smooth it out for you. So when you get older and you talk to other people, they wanna look at you like because you kind of find people on your on your vibrational level, because like I did, um, yeah, because not everybody did a, did a, fuck with you. That's right. 
I did a read. Yeah, I did a reading on all of them. Like I realized, right? Like my youngest daughter, this is her fifty second life. My middle daughter is the forty second, and my oldest daughter, this is her thirty second life. And it's like they talk. My middle daughter and my youngest daughter, they talk about their past life, and also about them two being sisters and brothers and a couple of the past lives. I was like, wait a minute, it's, it's different hearing it from kids. So it's like I'm gonna go ahead and help teach you. But everybody look at it like it's not good, it's not a God, it's not this, it's not that. But I don't let it bother me because they're my kids. I'm raising them, not them, not everybody else. And it's gonna help them know what type of person that they are and how to actually become a very stable minded person. It may not be too stable as society wants them to be, or I don't want them to depict them as the statistical family. Right. To know that they are human, they are people, they are their feelings and emotions are valid. Whatever they need to know about themselves, just let me know. I can walk them through it. And but it's best for them to learn on their own so they can understand and know what they're gonna how to put their stuff out there when it comes to like I said, making friends or when they get older, being a companion, they'll know what it is what that they want, their worth, their value, not what anybody else's value for them is or what anybody else's wealth. Let me work this for them. Most definitely. And those, you know, those are genuine star seeds. And you know, and 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 when when we speak on star seeds, you know, everybody that's listening, you know what I'm saying? That goes for any whatever you believe in. You know, I you know, I, I'm like her, I don't instill my beliefs on anyone. So whatever you believe in, you can go back to old sayings like out of a mouth of babes, out of a mouth of a child, out of a mouth of you know what I'm saying. When you hear elderly people say that, y'all always like to come up with different terms and terminology on what they mean by what they're saying. And she just explained that her daughter, you know what I'm saying, says she's been here you know a hundred years ago she worked at this place and they were you know siblings and i often talk about you know uh uh the multiverse different spiritual realms different places that you can ascend to um the families that we pick we pick this family in this universe in this realm that we had definitely picked the same family in different realms and different universes so definitely know that you are multiplied in different spaces and different paces and different planets and times and different galaxies and you know sort of sort of say you know what i'm saying but when you have children that ascend and remain members at that age you know a lot of people don't think to record them or to write down what they say or you know have footage or some type of evidence of that so that way you can remind them like I know you said you want to personally teach them about you know who they are and you actually know how many times that they have actually ascended back um, into this realm and then those for you who uh, understands about ascending back as in reincarnation and coming back you know because certain times in your life you haven't completed certain missions so therefore you come back whether it's in grandchildren great grandchildren that 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 happens you know what I'm saying that's like when I said before on a couple of my lives you know what I'm saying like if you see a kid and you know your great great grandfather passed away and you knew how he was and then that boy just automatically say something just like him or, or repeat or, or a young lady you know repeat or act or have the mannerism characteristics and certain birthmarks and certain traits about them that that is identical to a passing ancestor you know what i'm saying you know what that is but um speaking on that what would you say to anybody that's listening that is not so far in um, let, let me rephrase this what would you say about somebody who is a non-believer of the unknown i would to me personally i would say the reason you you're unaware about it, you don't if you don't they don't want to have any concerns with it. 
I consider that the fear of the unknown. You fear what you don't know. You fear the fact that if you know, you find out something of the unknown, it may actually make you see what you your what your actual belief is in a different lighting. Because I had I had someone do that to me. They was like, it's not true and everything. And I was and it was I tell people this one thing because I went to this church, my sister's church, and it was a it was a pre oh, and a preacher there. He was like, You can't come in here because you have that necklace on. So I was like, cause me, I I know a lot of stuff. My um my auntie, my great aunt, the only one I ever even have any business with on my dad's side. She has this Hebrew Bible. It's really, really it's super big. It has the book of Enoch in it. Cause she know how to read um ancient Hebrew. Because mm-hmm. she's she's a lot more Eskimo Jewish than I am. It has the, the section about um let the um Lesbos, the city of Lesbos, which is the real truth about why Sodom and Gomorrah got destroyed it talks about Lilith that was born that was created from dirt right with Adam and I asked him I said if he could answer three questions I would pull out relief I said it's just the fact that you fear that the unknown so you don't want to know about it you want to live only on you but you can't force it on me so he was like he knew about the bible he was ready for it and I asked him, I said, my first question is why was the book of Enoch taken out of the Bible? Which those were the Enoch talked about herbalists, crystals, all based around spirituality. And then he he his mouth dropped. He got shook. Then I asked him about Lilith. Then I asked, why did you know why did God love one son, not the other? Because he was like, he don't know why. I said, because that was because Satan had sex with Eve. That was the apple. And then she found out she was pregnant and went back and had sex with Adam. And that was the first time superfetation was ever brought to surface. And he couldn't answer it. And then I was like, I'll see you at the church. Mm. Yeah, buddy. But see, my, my grandfather is also an ordained bishop. And, you know, he's a Pentecostal bishop and has been for however many years. I want to say at least about 53, 54 years. Because my mama was, what, 57 when she passed. So definitely around that time. And I also had questions myself but i didn't get into reading those kind of books until recently um, about a couple months ago when i fell off into you know my needing to know you know what i'm saying because my mom was one of those people that she even though she was raised how she was raised she believed in yes it's a higher power yes it's this and that but some of this other stuff is not adding up so when reading the book of enoch you know what i'm saying i was only led to the book of enoch by several other books and um, I read upon the Lost Book of Inky. I, lo- I read about the Sumerian text, the Epic of Gilgamesh, and all these different things before I even really got to the Book of Enoch. And the Book of Enoch, it definitely sets you off at a different tone of level of this man was the only one that was able to ascend without dying. Enoch was the only motherfucker that didn't die. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, man, I want to be like this dude. But it definitely gives you a different perspective on why they would take these certain you know scriptures out why they you know it's all about control which we we all know and i'm gonna say this again allegedly when it comes to the government cia and fbi it's a lot of things that they try to keep uh captive and held 
hidden um like we don't know it's nothing new under the sun you know what i'm saying and so when you go off into speaking of of enoch that's a whole different can of worms for their ass but for me i would say a lot of people don't have faith in the unknown because they have to believe it in order to see it you know what i'm saying like they got to see it to believe it type shit you know like it in and back in the times you know god was able to jesus was able or yahweh however you want to uh call out the name you know was performing miracles so that they can see so you have more people that believe so now we're living in a times to where it's been wiped out it's been rewritten and rewritten and rewritten rewritten we don't know what to go off of we don't know what to see or what to do but when it's all said and done all the things that we do as far as spiritual practices when it comes to crystals and sage and uh, uh burning marijuana for incense or for clarity using herbs for med medicinal you know purposes and stuff like that because i tell everybody my wife's a herbalist you know what i'm saying like she make teas to shake you all the way back and i'm a fucking known uh a revive be the top reviewer when i say this but you know what i'm saying like we we got all that taken from us so now we we got to learn from ourselves which that comes from within so the fact that a lot of us you know have to see things in order to believe that we are gods and we are goddesses and, and the answer is within us you know we got to seek through other you know christians and religions we got to read this book we got to see what this say we got to go to the bible in the king james version exactly. a lot of that i feel like a lot of men are hidden behind the bible as well um well, before we end this set um i have one more personal question to ask you um when it comes to your healing from from rape from somebody that brought you life what is your one thing that you go to to clear yourself from feeling like that that past trauma all over again i used to before i met this female she was my friend just like she my friend i she let me vent to her and talk to her but before i met her I used to have nightmares, and then when I do, I wake up and just have, like, a book or a poem to write about. I'll just let myself go in my... I lose myself in writing, or I'll do a reading on myself, or I just use my pendulum. I just, just wrap myself around spirituality as well as writing, because I keep my kids distance from me for, like, 20 to 40 minutes, because the energy that I have from waking up from that dream, I don't want it to get onto my kids. I don't need them to feel that energy, especially my older daughter, because she feels emotions and energy very heavy. So I keep them away from me. And a lot of people say, don't push your kids away. You know, lean on your kids. It's not good. Some people may do it. I don't know. But me, I'm not leaning on my kids because that's energy that I don't want to cross on them, which can defect their energy and bring them down. And I want them to keep that their happy, hyper spirit. I want them that energy to stay the same. So I'd rather have my kids away from me until I get my energy collected and very like balanced and everything aligned with me before I come around them. So I used to just shut myself away for a little bit of time, write or just escape into spirituality. Wow, that's deep. And a lot of women, for all you women listeners, you know what I'm saying, like don't ever be afraid to tell your story. Don't ever be afraid to give your testimony. You never know how much it will help anyone else that's going through similar situations or that has been through similar situations. And teach your children to speak up and speak out when it comes to relatives and family members. As women, we always like to protect our children. And I know y'all watching who y'all leave them with. I know y'all paying attention who you don't allow them with who's around them when it comes to having boyfriends, significant others, and, and husbands and things of that nature. You have to, have to, have to know 
that we have to protect the children at all times. I thank you so much, Miss Tatiana, for joining me today on my podcast. Thank you. Um, and I'm gonna have to join you on yours, you know what I'm saying? So let me know when you're ready for this double up collab. All right. All right. Thank y'all for tuning in to your podcast. It's your girl, Knee Baby, and we is out. Bye.